podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday. That means we are making picks for the week ahead. I am very excited because the two guys joining me to do so are the two guys who do every week here with me, my good friends, Daniel Alexander. Happy to be here. Very good. Chris Ross. (laughs) Same. I'm happy to be here and uh, another good week of football, right? Great, great week. Some great games this weekend. You're happy. You're happy. I'm happy. We're all happy to be here. That is fantastic. All right. Um, before we jump into picks and things, uh, it's time to rip off the Band-Aid that was uh, week four. Uh, not, a, not a great week for anybody. Chris, the winner at four and four. Uh, Daniel at three and five and me at two and six. I told you I was going to read my, I'm going to have a great week and then it was going to go just in the garbage. And, um, I think saying in the garbage is being generous to my performance last week, but that's okay. So let's recap. Uh, Chris went four and four hit on Texas minus seven and a half hit on Duke minus 16 hit on coastal minus 36. It was back. It came back, baby. Yeah. And uh, hit on your dog of the week in Boston college and their upset over Missouri. Very nice. Missed on TCU minus nine missed on Iowa state minus six and a half missed on Kansas state plus six. We all missed that one and missed on OU minus 17. Uh, Chris, how, how are you feeling? You're four and four last week, 19 and 15 overall six uh, sitting in second place uh, right now. You know, I'm not sure how to feel about it. The week before is five and five. Last week, four and four. I mean, I'm still above 500 with the first couple of weeks, but uh, I don't know if I should be grateful for 500 or uh, disappointed in 500. Hey, not losing is important. If this were soccer, that's a point, right? We could play soccer mm-hmm. rules. That's a, that's a point for you. It's not three points, but it's not zero points either. Uh, Daniel. Hit on the over 56 and a half in Kansas Duke. Uh, hit on West Virginia plus 17 and hit on UTSA plus three and a half in your non-Big 12. Missed on the under 65 and a half in TCU SMU. Missed on Texas Tech plus eight. Missed on Iowa State minus six and a half. Missed on Kansas State plus six and dog of the week FAU. Let you down, sir. Let you down. 
there was some some weird performances. I, I didn't see how how soon into the game did Texas Tech QB go out? I I didn't I didn't get to watch that one. Oh yeah, no, I no, believe I, third I, quarter. Oh okay, I believe okay. third quarter. Oh so oh, so it didn't matter. <laughs> I just remember seeing that score scroll across a couple of times, and just thinking, "What the hell is going on in that game? That is out of control." Yeah, from, uh, from I, what I, could I understood, wrong, they didn't start scoring until Columbia came in. Oh, it was wild. I mean, just seeing Texas' performance. Uh, hey, I thought it was a wild week in the Big Twelve. There, there was some. I mean, Iowa State game was crazy. I loved the fireworks in Duke and Kansas. Uh, Oklahoma West Virginia game was awesome. It was a great week last week. I mean, I know I'm three and five, and I'm supposed to be in here all upset and licking my wounds, but uh, just great material, right? Just, yeah. just a great week, great games, and uh, you know, can I win a week? <laughs> It's, win one. it's bound to happen, you know. Law of averages, it's bound to happen eventually. Like it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Maybe this is the week for you. Maybe this is the week a for broken you. clock is right twice a day, right? So e- even a blind squirrel, squirrel finds a nut. Is that right? Yeah. Right. A blind dog finds a bone. Yeah. Uh, I followed up my nine and one week with a two and six hit on Texas minus seven and a half and hit on my uh, dog of the week UTSA, which makes me no, don't say it. You'll jinx it, Philip. Don't do it. Um, missed on under sixty five and a half in TCU SMU. That one. I can go uh, missed on under 48 in Baylor, Iowa state missed on Kansas plus 16 and point 16 and a half. Yeah. I don't, uh, don't worry. I'm back on my Kansas overs. It, it, it won't happen again. Uh, like I said, we all missed on Kansas state plus six missed on Oklahoma minus 17 and missed on my non big 12 pick Wyoming minus 30. They had to eke one out against UConn so much for that principle. That goes, that one's out the window. Um, still in the lead at 20 and 14 overall. So I will take it. Um, even with that bad of a week, I'm, I'm still in the lead, so I'm going to try and hold that for as long as I possibly can before Daniel makes his uh, triumphant roar to the lead that I just feel is coming. You can feel it. It's like Oklahoma. Start slow, not great, and then by November, good look out, just tearing things down, tearing <laughs> things up. Um, yeah, very exciting, very exciting. Um, speaking of picks, uh, our picks, our pick three on Symbol still going strong. Uh, myself and one other person, Quadzilla, is their name on here. Both have seven correct picks. Uh, a couple people at six, including our good friend Andy Mitz. Uh, Chris, your brother Daniel has five. You have four, so you're losing to me in one thing and your brother in the other. That's just, that's rough, man. That's rough. Uh, Daniel, I don't know who you are in here. On the pick three? Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm sure. in there. <gasps> Daniel. <laughs> Am I busted? Time to hop in, man. <laughs> Time to hop in. I know. I guess I'm some, uh, recognize some of these names. I know. I know uh, Matt Workman's our good friend who hosts the uh, the Bared In podcast. I see Jamie in here. I see a few people it, who have joined and haven't Daniel actually is, picked yet. Daniel's got to be this accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's name in here is accounts. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm making my money. I'm making my money holding TCU. I know they hurt me this week as a freaking huge favorite. They didn't get it. But uh, I might I might scoop up some more shares while they're cheap, uh, you know. Yes. Buy on buy on bad news. Oh, you know? trust me. I I I said I thought Baylor was a good buy last week, and then they they beat Iowa State. And now I'm sitting here wishing I'd have bought a share. Now I'm gonna have to go buy a share because that'd be silly of me not to get a share of Baylor. I mean, it's still only like thirty three bucks for one, so I have a hard uh, time saying no to that. So with all that in mind, symbol dot com. 
or symbol.app, whichever way you want to search it up. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks or cash payouts when your teams win. I've been winning with Kansas State until this week. Uh, Daniel, as you mentioned, was winning at TCU until this week. Uh, Symbol has blended sports in the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams. It's not actually gambling, which is why it is available in all 50 states. So use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win, whether it's your favorite team or just a team you feel like you know well enough that is worth the investment. Like I'm talking about with Baylor, like we're talking about with TCU, Kansas State. So here's what you want to do. You want to go to symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com. Create a free account. Just look around. Okay, Just poke around. You can, uh, if you'd like, once you've created a free account, you can join our pick three. We, uh, we put three of the games we pick here on the show that you can pick with us. And uh, we're going to send out weekly prizes. I have the stickers. I don't have the stinking koozies. I'm having some issue getting stupid koozies. I'm getting really annoyed. I have the stickers. I swear these are going out. I know that sounds like it's like, yeah, they're never, you're never gonna, I am, I promise. We're gonna have a big prize at the end of the whole thing that I'm very excited about. Uh, it's gonna include some stuff, fun stuff from our sponsors. So if you haven't jumped in, you still can. Right now, the lead is only seven points and we do three. So you could you could take the lead pretty quickly. Daniel's got to hop in here. Um, you want the link for that? Oh, no, no I, I'm accounts. You are, he is accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. Let's wrap this up on this. Go into symbol.app. Get yourself a free account. Make a $25 deposit. When you do, use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K. You will be entered into a very special giveaway from Symbol that is only available with the 1012 Network and this podcast, the 1012 Podcast. Symbol's going to hold a drawing for two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice for one of the people who signs up, deposits $25, and uses the promo code NETWORK12. So, go sign up, make your deposit, Network 12, you signed up for two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing. And don't forget, you can sign up for our pick three and compete against Chris and myself. And maybe Daniel will hop in here. We'll see what happens. Uh, see if you can outpick us. Play for weekly prizes, grand prize at the end of the year. If you want to get that, just hit me up in the DMs on Twitter at 1012 Network, uh, DMs on Instagram at 1012 Pod, and, uh, and I'll get you that link to sign up. We post it on Twitter on a regular basis if you need it. So, symbol.app, stock market for sports. Check it out and start investing today. Okay, I think it's time to start picking. It feels like the right time to finally just dive in and start making some picks. And since, as we always do, for those who maybe have never listened before, we go in chronological order, pick against the spread or over under, whichever one you'd like. Of course, we have a non-Big 12 pick and our straight-up dog of the week. Uh, First up is TCU facing off against Texas. Uh, Texas opened as a five-point favorite, hanging around around that 5 Four and a half point line over under about 65, 66, depending upon where you look. Chris, as our big winner from last week, you are first up. What would you like, sir? Well, TCU has won the last two and they've actually won six of the last seven of this matchup, which is kind of surprising, actually, um, how dominant they've been uh, the last seven years. But TCU is 6 20 and one as a home favorite. They're not a favorite here, surprisingly, um, but they are 0-2 against the spread, 0-2-1 against the spread, and 0-2-1 at home against the spread, while Texas is 3-1 against the spread, which all of that goes to say that I think Texas is to a point now where they're kind of overperforming. Um, the, def- the TCU defensive line is pretty thin. Texas's lines have looked so good as of late. They dominated the Red Raiders. Uh, Casey Thompson 
He's one of the better quarterbacks in the Big 12 right now, even though he didn't even start for his team. Um, the, the quarterback position in the Big 12 right now was just weird. But since taking over, he's completed 78% of his passes, eight touchdowns. TCU is going to have a hard time picking up yards on the ground. That makes Max Duggan's job that much harder. He's only completing 60% of his passes as it is. Twitter likes Texas at minus five with 60% of the vote. And I think I'm with them. I'm going to take Texas, but I think I can get it at four and a half, right? Yep. I see BetMGMM at BetMGM with four and a half. All right, Chris with uh, Texas minus four and a half. Daniel, what do you want to do here, sir? Texas looks amazing. TCU, awful loss, looks like crap. TCU can't stop anybody. Texas can score at will. Favorite to the over, right? I mean, it's just so easy. This line is only five. That's so crazy. This line stinks. Everyone on earth is like, oh, what? Texas. They're just going to cover this so easily. And I'm the same way when I look at it. This uh, uh, 94% of the tickets coming in right now are on Texas. Like, this is crazy. This line is so short. And it's even come down. Circle was at six for a minute. And now it's five and a half, five, like... I mean, I hate to ask, but like, what the hell is going on with this line, right? The fix is in. I'm holding my nose on this. Look, I don't have some big, crazy metric. I, I have Texas favored by more than five. I think this line should be bigger. This line should be out, you know, sort of closer to Texas, eight and a half, Texas nine, something like that. They do have Oklahoma on deck. The line stinks. Everyone in the world is on Texas. Texas looks amazing. TCU looks like crap. TCU plus five is the play here. They're at home. Look ahead spot for Texas. And I'm putting my nose taking this bet, by the way. I hate it. Okay. But how much, how much of a factor is TCU's recent dominance in this? Uh, in this for matchup? me, very little. Like, like we're just talking past six, seven years kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I didn't want to give the guy credit. I didn't want to give Sark a ton of credit. I, I, he wasn't impressive up in Washington. You know, he had a cup of coffee down in L.A., so I don't even know how excited you can get about that. Um, I didn't think he'd be a big deal. Maybe he learned some stuff working with Alabama. Maybe he learned some stuff working for the Falcons because – Look, he's been just been impressive. It's okay to admit, hey, I was wrong. I had a wrong read, I think, on Sark and Texas to start this year. And I'm taking TCU. I really hope they cover five. This line stinks. I'm holding my nose. I'm in hazmat suit, picking TCU plus five. But I'm not going to be surprised if we have uh, Texas at Oklahoma. Everyone's undefeated. Give me TCU uh- plus five. I can get you five and a half, both Circa and FanDuel that I'm looking at. So, so there I'll, you go. I'll, I'll um, take it. To piggyback off of what Dan, uh, Chris kind of mentioned, we all should have done our research better last week. The week before T, before TCU plays Texas, TCU is two and eight. That includes the loss to SMU. So they were two and seven before Texas over the last nine years. That's straight up. You're saying so there's two yeah, and seven so straight, straight up. up. Okay, so got it. Uh, the week after Texas, so next week, they're three and six straight up. So just go ahead and if TCU's favored and whatever, just go ahead and, and take whoever. I forget. I think they're playing <laughs> Texas Tech or something. It doesn't matter. Against Texas, just joining the Big 12. TCU is seven and two straight up. 
And I have a pretty good feeling if I went back and checked that Texas was favored in a lot of those games. Just because they're Texas, right? I I I get it. And I agree on Sark. And this feels like I should take Texas because it does feel like Texas should probably win this game. Since they made the switch to Casey Thompson, this has looked like a different team. Now look, Texas's offensive and defensive line got manhandled by Arkansas. It turns out Arkansas is pretty good, right? Arkansas is pretty good. Texas manhandled Texas Tech because their defensive line is not good. The strength of that team is linebackers. The offensive line is 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 okay. It's it's good, but I mean it, it wasn't prepared for what they face in Texas. TCU's defense did not look good against SMU. TCU did some weird stuff on defense against SMU. I, I don't understand it. It was very uncharacteristic for them, and it's almost like. TCU spent two weeks preparing for Texas and just was like, meh, whatever about SMU. <sighs> Daniel, I'm with you. I'm taking TCU plus five and a half. I, I, I feel like history is kind of on my side. I know that doesn't matter and shouldn't matter. And it's, it's straight up history, not against the spread history. But man, but then <sighs> that over looks really good too. That overlooks after what Cal and you know what? Let's do this. After what Cal <laughs> did to TCU, after what SMU did to TCU. Now Casey Thompson, I know that TCU is going to be prepared, but I'm doing this. I'm taking the over. Texas, TCU is going to put up points in this game. Their defense is going to be ready to prove that they're not as bad as they looked against SMU. Texas is a different team. Casey Thompson has changed this offense. I'm taking the over. I think TCU will probably cover the spread. Because that's just how Texas and TCU play. I don't care if it's a new coach. I don't care if it's different players. Blah, 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 blah. I think TCU covers the spread. But I'm going to take the over because that, man, that feels like the best bet here. And I can get it at 65. Bring it. Let's go over 65 TCU, Texas this weekend. I like this. I like this much better. I like how you walked yourself into that. Yeah, thank you. I set myself up for TCU and I was like, nah, I haven't haven't typed it down yet. I'm good. All right, going in chronological order. Kansas State welcoming Oklahoma to Manhattan in one of the, like, uh, this this game's going to be so much fun. Kansas State is 2-0 against Oklahoma with Chris Kleiman at the helm, as we all know. Uh, two straight years they have beaten Oklahoma. No one's beaten Oklahoma three years in a row since the, like, John Blake era. It's been a minute. Oklahoma currently a 10.5-point favorite, over-under set, at 52 and a half. Daniel, where do you want to go here, sir? Oh, I hate that you're making me go first. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, just like last week, I mean, I know I got it right going with West Virginia last week, but when I say this team is dynamic, I don't mean that like in a good way. It's like, what Oklahoma team is going to take this field? What offense what defense I I even I sort of get the feeling that they don't even know actually like in the locker room like it just feels like they don't have an identity there's no continuity between drives uh with with either side of the ball and K-State feels like a trap too I both sides picking both sides feels like a trap I'm gonna go with the Wildcats here in this spot there's an 11 and a half out there. I don't know if you give it to me, but I still don't trust this Oklahoma team. I, th- I think they stink. Uh, but this is, uh, I hate making bets like this. This is a little bit of an eye test. I mean, Oklahoma this season has actually like showed me nothing. 
I haven't seen like anything redeeming on offense or defense to make me say, yeah, they're four and zero, but you know, one and three against the spread. Uh, their offense is totally propped up by who was it? Western Carolina. I mean, whatever. When they hung sixty something on somebody a few weeks ago, uh, all their metrics are propped up by that game. I'm just not buying it. I don't care that K-State let us down last week. K-State's at home. This game is projected to be in the low 50s. I'll take 11 and a half points all day long against a team that still hasn't figured it out. Well, now that Daniel has taken all of my talking points, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I mean, yes, I do think the, the 2-0 run ends here. I think Oklahoma gets the win, but I think it being at Kansas State, all the reasons that Daniel just mentioned, Oklahoma just not looking good. Kansas State hasn't looked great against the spread at two and two, but they're one and one at home, and it's one more win against the spread than Oklahoma has. And can Spencer Rather, can he block out the chance for the backup quarterback? You know, he's not playing well, and turns out offense is a lot harder when you don't have a high quarterback. Also, Will uh, Skyler Thompson, will he play? He warmed up against Oklahoma State. He wasn't in pads, but he was on the field warming up. Coach Kleiman says he's not going to play, but how much of that is just gamesmanship? Did, did he say he's not going to play, or did he say he doesn't think he's going to play? Because I thought it was a you know left his left the door slightly it's cracked. Not, it's not a definite right. It was not a. There's no exactly. way he's playing. I, I, that's yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think Oklahoma is going to have to prepare for both. And yeah, I'm with Daniel, 11 and a half. And if I, I could add in, I mean, we were just talking about with Texas, but Oklahoma, they've got Texas coming up, right? I mean, Oklahoma has to go on the road to sleepy old K-State and play this low scoring, boring game. And they've got Texas on tap. Maybe that's something, maybe it's not, but you know, it's another I mean, look, if Texas wins against TCU, Oklahoma has a huge game on tap next week. Absolutely huge game. So it's like, you know, do they go in the shell a little bit if they get up? You know, if they're up 14 late, are they okay just sitting in prevent and let K-State score? You know, sorry to punch back and keep rattling, but it's like, hey, that's a real, you know, look ahead for Oklahoma too. So let me throw a few stats at you guys. I did a little research this week. Um, since Lincoln Riley took over, Oklahoma has only lost five regular season games, right? Uh, two have been to Kansas State. Two have been the week before Red River. So those are two things that kind of make you say, okay, okay, not interesting. Now, shouts to Keegan Renault for this bet. Since 2015, as a 0.5 to 10-point favorite, Oklahoma is 16-5-1 and one against the spread, Okay. But OU is not a 10-point favorite this week. They're a 10.5 to 11-point favorite. As a 10.5 to 20-point favorite, they are 8-13 and 13 against the spread. So now I have OU has a losing record against the spread as a 10.5-point favorite or higher. I have Oklahoma has, since Lincoln Riley took over, lost to North Kansas State twice in his, what is this, four years, and lost the week before Red River twice. All of that tells me and I, I hate that we're all doing the same thing because I think we're like one and one. We all pick the exact same thing. 
We got it wrong on Kansas State. We got it right on Iowa against Iowa State. We're going to put this one to the test again here, folks, because uh, I agree. I am taking Kansas State at 11 and a half. I really did consider the under here. I got real concerns in case. The, the real concern is if uh, Thompson doesn't play. If Skylar Thompson doesn't play, this could get ugly. I would also note this is a game that's supposed to have stormy weather uh, during the game, which might affect the, the total. Usually we have rain. Things get a little bit sloppy and weird. Who knows what's going to happen? But I'm going to agree with you guys. 11.5 feels like a lot for this Oklahoma team to cover this year. I do think OU probably wins this. I can't see Kansas State doing it three years in a row, especially not if, if Skylar Thompson's not playing. Uh, not with Lewis or, or or Howard, but I'll take K-State to cover. Oh, we're doomed. We Hey, we're one and one when we all pick the same thing. Not like when we all pick the exact same pick. No, we're not. No, we're one and two. I what? lied because we all picked TCU to cover against Cal. What uh, are we going with? Eleven and a half. Yes, we're going eleven and a half. half. All right. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. Well, we're going to give ourselves as much cushion on this one as we possibly can. <laughs> we ain't. Mamas didn't raise no dummies. Okay, she didn't. Mama didn't raise no fool. Um. Okay. Speaking of Kansas State. Speaking of college football. How big a college sports fan are you guys? Seriously. Are you the kind who you open the closet, whole wardrobe is just filled with your team's gear, that color, that mascot? Do you have paraphernalia all across the house? You know, you got stuff hanging on the walls, you got your hat collection, you go outside, you get in your car with your stickers and your and your vanity plates. How big a college sports fan are you? Are you the kind of college sports fan who's so big that you need to have everything decked out? Then I have just the thing for you. Gridiron Metalworks. Collegiate branded grill gates and griddles, not to mention other home apparel or home decor like flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, can coolers, and some other cool stuff like the spatula, which is freaking awesome. This is authentic collegiate branded stuff in actual school colors, not just the like, that's kind of close like other manufacturers do. This stuff is incredible. So if you are the diehard sports fan or you have a diehard sports fan in your life and you just, you know, you've run out of, of Kansas State or Oklahoma or Texas or West Virginia things to buy that person, this is where you want to go. Gridiron, G-R-I-D-I-R-O-N dot or metal dot com. Gridironmetal.com. This stuff is amazing. I have already bookmarked the grill grate for Arkansas for my father-in-law. I have already um, aggressively hinted at my wife that I want the griddle for Oklahoma State for me for Christmas. Like, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing it. This stuff is incredible. High quality, custom cut, made in the USA. And right now, when you use the promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2, you're going to get 15% off your first purchase. All orders of $100 or more get free shipping. Okay, So whether you're looking for a K-State griddle or a West Virginia grill grate, or a unique metal home good for your collection featuring Pistol Pete or TCU or Kansas State. Visit gridironmetal.com. Use the promo code 1012 for 15% off your first order. Gridiron Metal Works for the college super fans. Dude, I love their stuff. We, I, I, I have said over and over again, like my big thing with advertisers and promoters here on the network was to get stuff I actually wanted to use. Like, what's the kind of thing? Like, let me get them on just so I can use the promo code. Like, I hope other people buy it, but like, I want the promo code because I want it and I'm cheap. And I'm so <laughs> pumped to have gridiron. This stuff is freaking awesome. And I want a steak with a perfectly perfect, like, Pistol Pete 
like seared into it because I'm that kind of crazy. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pit, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. Okay, back to picks. Next on the list, West Virginia hosting Texas Tech. Two teams currently 0-1 in conference play. A big, big game already to me for both. Um, Daniel, how, how excited were you about Texas crushing Texas Tech and, and keeping them at that under uh, under four and a half mark that you uh, have your big bet on? I'm telling you, don't sleep on this Texas Tech team in regards to losing, Okay. It's really hard to see five <laughs> wins at this point. Like they're, they're going to have to straight pull an upset somewhere. And, you know, you'd never want to see a young man get hurt and the, you know, a team be in trouble, but um, uh, was it? I, I did want to add that Columbia came in right before the second half, like two minutes left in the game and finished with 324 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, what when they were down four scores or something at that point. It was like, that was, yeah, it was I mean, like a lot 53 of that was to 14 or something. Very quick. Yeah. It was big plays. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Both teams had a lot of big plays that determined the, the point total. Like it wasn't like a whole lot of Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that yeah. from the beginning of the podcast. No, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so at the moment, West Virginia is a seven-point favorite. Over-under is about 55 and a half. Uh, I think it's my turn to go first here. I'm going to I'm gonna put you guys a little bit of information. Shouts to, to Ryan Manville on Twitter. I... Try and bookmark so many tweets with things that I find interesting. West Virginia is plus 25 in first quarter point differential this season. Texas Tech is minus 28. <clears throat> that seems like um, a pretty good reason to pick West Virginia. Um, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna take West Virginia in this one. Because, look, Daggy's not great, but the West Virginia defense is really good. It is. I think it's better than Texas's defense. I think it's one of the best defenses in the Big 12. It was better than I thought it was going to be coming into the year with all the things they lost. It's lost. It's, I don't think it's still quite as good as last year, but it's still one of the better defenses. We, I know OU is not great, but we saw what they did to Oklahoma. They played a really good game against Virginia Tech. The only thing for West Virginia really that holds them back is Jarrett Daigie because he turns the ball over too much and gives the other team opportunities to score. I think West Virginia wins this game. And I, at seven... That's a sweet number right there. I bet MGM. I want not the seven and a half. I want the seven. I want the touchdown score. I think West Virginia wins this. I think they cover the seven points. Um, I'm really sorry, Texas Tech. Shuck was really good. I think he was not quite up to the some of the hype he was he had heaped upon him before the season, but he was good. Columbia had a nice second half for Texas Tech against Texas. I'm not buying too much into that. I'm going to take West Virginia minus seven. Yeah, I mean, you, I think uh, we're on the same side of this for a lot of reasons you said. Um, Columbia, he did come in and spark the offense, got a bunch of yards, got three scores. A lot of that was Texas wasn't having any problems scoring themselves and gave a lot of extra possessions to the game. But that Tech offensive line, but actually both lines were just pushed around by Texas and the West Virginia defensive seven, they're very good. And I think Texas is going to have some problems 
if Jarrett Deggy doesn't turn the ball over, like you mentioned, he could have a big day. Tech is giving up 300 passing yards a game, over 300 passing yards a game. Their improved, quotation mark, defense is giving up 33 and a half points per game, second only to Kansas in the Big 12, and everyone else isn't even close. This is at West Virginia. West Virginia is 3-1 against the spread, 2-0 at home. I'm going to take the Mountaineers. Interesting stat, too, when I was looking this thing up. You know, West Virginia, depending on what line you got, they're either 7-0 against the spread or 6-0-1 against the spread at their last seven games at home. That, that surprised me when I read that. Like, wow. dang, really? Like, But um, I'm not going against you guys. We're going to see. There's a chance we can all win this thing here. Uh, total opened. Uh, 50, He's not going with us. 57 and a half, 58. This thing got hit immediately at Sugar House right when it opened. Uh, Pinnacle came back and hit it at 57, juiced up 57 to the under. Uh, 57 and a half. It got another hit at FanDuel. I like that a lot. Texas Tech has been a, a sneaky under team when on the road for uh, their past seven or eight games. I'm not, I'm not totally sure why it translates into that, but uh, obviously last week that wasn't the case, but uh, I think it's six of the last eight or seven of the last nine games on the road have gone under. I agree about West Virginia's defense, man. I mean, I think I think they're going to be really uh, be able to keep this Texas Tech team in check. West Virginia, uh, their pace is sort of middle of the pack, even sort of hanging behind a little bit. And I think if they get a lead, they're going to be able to sit on it. I love there's still some 56s out there. Heritage, uh, oh, no, just 56s. Uh, I'm going 56 under. We have all moves to the under. We've got a, we got a road team uh, that goes to the under a lot. Weather should not be an issue. I still got a key number at 56. Let's hit it. Very good. All right. I want to mention, I want to add Twitter. 85.8% of the vote is on West Virginia to cover. A lot of those West Virginia, West Virginia fans hit that pretty hard. But, yeah, and also I don't think I mentioned it in the last game, so I do want to go back. But Twitter is on K-State as well. So, yeah, we are all – we're all against I mean uh, – the narrative too is everyone just watched West Virginia totally hang with Oklahoma. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and they watched Texas tech, you know, that's great. They rallied and scored, but lack of a better words, they got totally rolled. Right. I mean, they got totally just steamrolled by Texas and they lose their quarterback. So there's a lot of narrative here sort of going against Texas tech and yeah, I mean, 80, whatever you said, 84, 88% on West Virginia. I get it. Very good. Um, okay, moving on down. Kansas facing Iowa State this weekend uh, in Ames. Whoo-hoo. This feels like a, a get-right game for the Cyclones after their season hopes have been dashed now. That their, their goal for the year of a playoff is done. Big 12 title game, not out of the running for it just yet. Uh, Iowa State currently about a 34, 34.5-point favorite, over-under around 57. Um I'm just going to go ahead and, and get this out of the way. I made the mistake last week of getting off of what works for me. I'm going to get back on what works for me. It's uh, over 56 and a half is the bet I can get as I see it two places, three places, including at circa 50 over 56 and a half. And uh, Chris. 
<laughs> Short and sweet. Give me the over. <laughs> yep. That I'm I'm don't don't, don't need to explain any more than I made a mistake last week. Don't take I it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Fifty-three percent of a very tight poll this week by Twitter was uh with Iowa State to cover the 34 points. 34, 34 points is huge, but Kansas Kansas hasn't covered a spread. Iowa State's only covered one time. Like, they're one and three. They're not great against the spread either. Are there any records for Brees Hall left to break? I don't know. That's uh, that's where I, I like it for this game. Kansas giving up 240, 241 and a half rushing yards a game. Bean is in for a long day against the Iowa State defense. He's going to have to get it done through the air. Iowa State only gives up 60 nine yards on the ground a game. That's incredible. I really want to take Iowa State here, but that number is just so big. And I don't know. So I think Philip with his all his research and data back up and his big in-depth pick that he just <laughs> went on for 10 seconds convinced me to go with the over. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a, this, I need like a sound effect. Chris is taking an over/under pick. This never happens. This never. You are the anti-over/under. I'm. I am shocked right now. Shocked. Yeah, I, I like it though. That that number. I feel like it's just so. I don't know. Yeah. Neither one performs great against the spread. Yeah. Uh, to before Daniel goes, just to back all this up. Uh, thanks to Jesse Newell for this little stat. Kansas football has six thirty-plus yard pl- passing plays this season that matches what they had in 2020. So the offense has not been the problem so far, and, and it opened it up a little bit against Duke. Um, it's the defense that has just been bad. Uh, Daniel, what would you like here, so sir? If you get the chance, watch – if you get the chance, watch Jason B. play. Oh, yeah. He's worth watching. He's the fun. kid is great. He just yeah. doesn't have much around him. He's fun. He's, he's a lot of fun to watch. This is a game I hate picking, straight up. Uh, what an ugly game. Iowa State. Um, I do recall – uh, a certain guy on this pod named Dan saying that Iowa State uh, season win total under had some life. I do recall uh, some guy saying that a couple months ago, but um, I, I'll have to check. I'm not I sure. even remember a little Twitter thread about, dude, how can we get, you know, three loss Iowa State is live, very easy to see. But, you know, no, anyway, I'll stop patting my own back here. Um, I love your guys' overpick. No, that's a that's a good point. How do they respond with the season for for all intents and purposes kind of being done? Uh, it's going to be their 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 road to their season goal. You mean so? There's no playoff. Extremely right? There's difficult. no playoff. Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Just I'm just riffing here, but I, I guarantee that they were pretty. Uh, uh, they were they were sort of a heavily bet team to win the Natty. They were sort of a trendy. You know, coming into the year, uh, you know, right around that number ten spot, they probably you could probably find them thirty to one, forty to one. I bet a lot of people were sort of looking at them for the natty, and they probably had some internal conversations like, you know, this might be our year, right? So, lost to Iowa, lost to Baylor. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it, they're not going to say it, but you you know they they thought that this was their year, right? It was. I mean. You could argue last year was too, had they not blown it to 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 Louisiana. And honestly, at this point, if Matt Campbell doesn't make a change at 
special teams, like, what are we even doing here? Because the special teams now have, have just killed them and cost them over and over and over again. Um, um, but Daniel, go ahead, please. What, what would you like here, sir? I love your guys' overspot. I don't disagree. I'm not coming with you. Um, God, I hate this. I hate all my picks this week. I'm holding my nose. I can't. I can't take Iowa State to cover 35. No way. Lose a heartbreaker to Baylor. Everyone's looking in the mirror. There's probably a lot of raw, raw. This is where we come back, but. I'm not buying this Iowa State team. And I don't care about, uh, you know, oh, you know, they outplayed Iowa for two and a half quarters. And, oh, you know, the second half against Baylor, they Iowa State was the better team. It's like, dude, they're losing these games that they're, fav- you know, they're, they're supposed to be winning. I wish there was a 35 out there. That would be so sweet. I'm going to take Kansas, 34 and a half. Got an angle that I don't love, but uh, it is 3-0 and this year. It's a conference revenge angle. That's the only thing I'm hanging my hat on with Kansas because they're so bad. I mean, got Duke. That's a lot of revenge games for Kansas. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> they, they've, they've got years of. They're, of they're on a revenge tour. Their next three years is like the Kansas revenge tour. Come check it out. Come see us. <laughs> Come watch us play. Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, okay. So if you guys don't know by now, Big New Saturday Season 2 has wrapped for Home Field Apparel. It was a great Big New Saturday season. It was wonderful. Texas was added to the uh, to the lineup. West Virginia. Um, I've got my, uh, my shopping cart ready to go. Uh, they actually put out what the 10 best-selling shirts from Big New Saturday Season 2 were. There at number 7, the Bevo shirt they put out for Texas, which I still think is pretty stinking awesome. There's not about a longhorn. It's very, it's very majestic. It's a very bold animal. Kind of, kind of like that thing. So let's say you haven't bought anything from Homefield yet because you've been waiting for your school. TCU's coming. We don't know when, but it is coming. Um, maybe you're just like, you know what? I don't want to wait anymore. Well, you're in luck because you can use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, and get 15% off your first order on the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel anywhere. Don't forget, all orders of $70 or more get free shipping. They have Texas and West Virginia, as we mentioned. They also have Texas Tech, uh, Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. They've got soon-to-be Big 12 teams, BYU, Houston, and Central Florida, or UCF. I don't know which one they prefer. We'll figure it out at some point, I'm sure. Uh, they don't have Cincinnati in it. They don't have other Big 12 schools as well. But like I said, TCU coming. And I'm sure eventually they will have them all. They, they will assimilate the entire college uh, sports landscape into home-field apparel shirts. So that, that's coming. Don't worry. So don't forget, go to Homefield Apparel. Okay. The most comfortable t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, and joggers. Find the right one for your school or just find a school that you love or just think has cool stuff. I suggest looking at Tulane. I suggest looking at Hawaii. I suggest looking at uh, St. Louis. They've got some really, really cool. Colorado State's got some badass shirts, folks. Some really good ones. Homefieldapparel.com. Promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2. Get 15% off your first order and be rocking the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel this football season and soon-to-be basketball season, folks. It ain't that far off now. It ain't that far off. It's going to be here soon. I am very excited about the college basketball season as well. Are you a Big 12 basketball obsessed fan and have nowhere to go for just all of your Big 12 basketball information? Look no further because Midwest Madness is here 
just for you. We talk men's and women's basketball all year long. With exclusive interviews, guests that come on to talk about each team, game recaps once the season begins, and so much more content you won't know what to deal with. So for all of your Big 12 basketball needs, Midwest Madness is your place to go. Listen on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. All right, last Big 12 game of the week, Oklahoma State uh, welcoming Baylor to Stillwater. It's the only ranked-on-ranked and undefeated matchup in the Big 12 this weekend. So, I mean, it is kind of the big the game of the weekend in the Big 12. If, I mean, other than – I mean, it is. Let's be honest. Uh, Oklahoma State currently about a three-and-a-half to four-point favorite in this game, over-under at 47, 47-and-a-half, depending upon where you shop. Um, let's see. Chris, where do you want to go here? You know, Oklahoma State, they smashed Baylor last year. The only thing I know about this game is it's going to be a little bit closer this year. Both programs coming off their best one of the season, Baylor against their toughest competition. Oklahoma State looked like what we kind of expected them to look like, but they hadn't shown so far. Um, efficiency ratings like OSU a little bit more. Twitter likes Oklahoma at minus three and a half with 54% of the vote, close vote, but they picked Oklahoma State. I just don't trust that we're going to get that same OSU that we got last week. The trend recently for the last couple, two, three seasons, is we get one or two games where we see what Oklahoma State is capable of, what their potential is, but then it immediately goes away. And that's here. Baylor's offense was barely slowed down by the best defense in the country last week. Jerry Bohan, he's for real. He puts up yards, points. He takes care of the ball. No picks. Baylor's 3-1 and one against the spread, 1-1 one and one away. Oklahoma State, 2-2 two and two against the spread, 1-2 and two at home. I like Baylor to come in and, and get the little upset. I'll take Baylor in three and a half. Um, I can get you. I'm trying to figure out if these are legitimate fours. I see Peppermill. I see. I'm only. Finish. I will only well, ever let you use Peppermill if one of you two are calling in from the Peppermill. <laughs> but 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 I will. Okay, that's okay, the deal. Fair enough. Oh, and, and so, look, Peppermill's awesome. Chris, we'll put. We'll just pause real quick, Chris, if you want to run over there real quick. <laughs> for 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 the listeners, for what it's worth, Peppermill is an awesome place to hang, watch games, gamble, stay. But if we're going to use their lines, you got to be. You have to be there. Okay, fair enough. Um. All right, look. Unders on Oklahoma State games have been have been good for me. I've picked them at the right times. Um, we got it against Boise State. Uh, got it against uh, Tulsa. It was good there. Good there. Um, it's been good. But I do think Oklahoma State's getting healthier. Um, yes, Baylor did what they did against Iowa State's defense. They did on the first three drives, and then all they didn't do a whole lot. Um, I think there will be some points early in this game. Oklahoma State's pitched two straight second-half shutouts. Uh, Kansas State, and I'm still not sure how how much of the offensive issues were just the fact that Will Harrow was bad and they got banged up. But the Oklahoma State's defense did a good job against Kansas State. They completely shut down Deuce Vaughn. Um, not only shut him down, but that, I mean, really, 
Kansas State's real points were a, a, a kickoff return and a weird fluky 55-yard pass that I'm still not sure how Jalen Lewis got out of his hands and into Deuce Vaughn's hands. It, it makes no sense. Oklahoma State's defense is good. Um, I'm starting to wonder if there's enough tape on Baylor. Let me put it this way. I'm, I'm, I'm dancing around this for way too long. I'm taking the over in this game. Sitting at 47 and a half, I think, is the best I can get right now. Let me shop around real quick. Uh, see if, let's see, the places I'm not supposed to use. I see if 47 is, what is that, DraftKings? It's like DraftKings port. How do we feel about DraftKings, Daniel? Oh, no, th- th- there's plenty of 47 and a halfs out there. There's... Well, I, see a 40, I see a 47 at DraftKings, that's what I'm asking. Oh, you want an over? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Heritage is hanging at 47 right now. Dra- yeah, Perfect. DraftKings is real, yeah. I'm taking the over 47. I think there will be more points in this game. I don't think it's going to go way over, but I feel good about both these teams scoring in the 20s. Um, I think Baylor's offense is good. They're going to put some points up early. I think Oklahoma State's figured out some things on offense. They've gotten healthier. Um, I think this over is going to hit. We've had a lot of unders hit in the Big 12 this year, especially early on during non-conference play. I feel like the over... Vegas has adjusted to that and brought a lot of the totals down. I think we're going to see an over in this one between Oklahoma State and Baylor. So I'll take the over 47. I'll also admit, like I admitted earlier, that I was I was probably a little wrong on Texas going into this year. Um, I think I'm a little wrong on Baylor. Okay. We all were, man. We all were. Yeah. Uh, and last week I had said, you know, they had they haven't played anybody. You know, this is when they go play Iowa State. We're going to actually see the real Baylor. And now it's like, well, hey, wait a minute. I, I think I was right, and we did see the real Baylor. Uh, 45-7 beating Kansas, blowing out Texas Southern by 60-some-odd points or whatever. Like, that was real. That was a real team, just buzzsawing two bad teams. And they go to Iowa State, and they just win the game as a dog because they're good. You know, we, we can talk about all we want. Oh, Iowa State won it on paper in the third quarter and all this. That's like, dude, Baylor went and put up 31 on Iowa State and they won the game. And then we have an OK State uh, team who tight game against Missouri State, tight game against Tulsa, tight game against Boise, which is looking worse and worse as the season goes on. I mean, Boise is, they're OK. Uh, you know, they beat K State 31 to 20. It was, I, it's hard for me to say, oh, you know, uh, uh, Oklahoma State's turning into the, the team we thought they were going to be. I love this three and a half. I've got this game closer to a pick em. I think it's going to be a tight game. Total set at 47. I mean, this thing is screaming 27, 24, 24, 21, something like that. I wouldn't even be surprised if Baylor wins the game. Give me that three and a half. Bears, let's go. Don't let me down. Gundy gonna Gundy. Let's go. He gets one a year where uh, he has one a year where they lose a game they're supposed to win. And, and I, but I mean, like, supposed to win. Like, I don't think anyone would be shocked if Baylor won this game. So this, this does feel like a bit of a toss up. I will say OSU's record, in, and I can't find the stat right now. Uh, one score games has, has, it was great and it was bad for like a year and then it turned back around to great. So uh, we'll, we'll see how this one goes. Okay. Time for our last two, our non-Big 12, and our straight-up uh, dog of the week. Chris, should, what is Coastal Carolina's line this week that you would like? <laughs> well, it's uh, 34 and a half against Louisiana Monroe. Ooh. Coastal Carolina is 3-0 and against the spread at home. 
Give me Coastal Carolina minus 34 and a half. I can get you 34. Although, yeah, game. That line is big. Hey, it's, yeah. this is a great spot for Coastal, right? Monroe's coming off a huge win. Huge win. They were probably celebrating in the locker room, drinking all night, those kids. So Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> I can get you 34. Um, so you're welcome. Uh, Daniel, what do you want? Uh, I'm going to the SEC. Mississippi State goes on the road. They're going to visit Texas A&M. I've got every single metric angle you can imagine that I've built here. Um, unranked versus ranked, conference dog, opponent off a loss, low total road dog, spread differentials. Every single way you slice this game, Mississippi State getting seven and a half um, on the road at Texas A&M. They're going to cover this spread. Uh, this total is only set at 46, it's even 45 and a half uh, at, at a few books. Mississippi State's going to – they go score 14, 17, 20 points. I think they're going to be able to do it. Texas A&M offense has just been anemic. I'm not saying Mississippi State's going to win, but this is going to be a close game. This is going to be a competitive game. And I can get a conference road dog pulling a full seven. Cash that all day. Very good. Very good. Coach Leach, don't um, let me down. Let's go. <laughs> um. Okay, I have yet to get a non-Big 12 pick of the week correct, so let's see if I can break that streak here. Um, there's a line this week that doesn't make a lick of sense to me. Look, I don't like giving anybody too much credit for beating an SEC team because sometimes it was like, well, they beat an SEC team, and you're like, okay, but but who was it? Like, we're we talking bad Arkansas, Vanderbilt, who Boston College faced off against Missouri last week and beat Missouri. It was a close game, but they still beat them. It's not a bad Missouri team. It's a decent Missouri team. Clemson that was my cannot, yes, Clemson cannot score. They cannot, their their defense is good. It is. Their offense is bad. Boston College isn't great, but this is a good Boston College team. They are undefeated. They've been solid this year. And somehow Clemson opened as a 16-point favorite over Boston College. And it's hung around 15, 15 and a half. So obviously everybody, it's, something's going on. Maybe people just know something. I don't know what it is. Maybe Boston College defense is, is garbage and Clemson's, it's going to make off, Clemson's offense look amazing. But Clemson's offense has been bad. How in the world are they a 16-point favorite against anybody? Right now, I see it at 15 and a half. I'm going to take BC plus 15 and a half. I don't understand this line. Um, maybe I'm just wrong. That's fine. But I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how Clemson's that big a favorite on anybody right this minute. Uh, okay, dog of the week. I just throw, sure I I throw something out there. I just want to throw yeah, a little hit it. on your hit Boston it. college. I don't know that I've ever seen something tracked this high. I mean, you know, we still got a few days till kick, but right now across all the sports books I track, 92% of the bets are on Boston college. That's crazy. Like that is so crazy to me that Clemson is getting less than 10% of the tickets that are coming in. Just what a flip. We'll see. I had uh, had one other game I considered here, and I'll, and I'll throw this in here. I'm going to shout to Andrew Doughty um, from BetMGM, uh, the uh, the High Motor Podcast for this one. Uh, since 2019, college football teams that lost outright as a favorite of 20 or more points are 2-12 and 12 against the spread in their next game. One of those games exists this week. Minnesota is a 2.5-point favorite at Purdue. I very seriously considered taking Purdue in that one. I very much did. But the BC line just makes no sense to me, so I take a BC. Um, 
I don't think they're gonna. I think Clemson wins that game. But just in case you want another line, so I can throw out some fun facts. Uh, and a lot of people you should go follow on Twitter. I'm not like name dropping. I'm like these. If you're on Twitter, like go follow these people. They're smart people. I, I like them. They make me smarter. Uh, dog of the week for everybody. Uh, Daniel, who's your dog? Oh man, I haven't got one of these right yet. Tried to be cute the first few weeks, so some big dogs just have some fun. And then I realized like, oh, I'm actually losing and starting to fall behind these guys here. Uh, one dog spot I don't totally get this week. Syracuse. Uh, hold on. Yeah. You did get Nevada. Oh, that's right. Week one, first cow. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. hey. We all went, we all got our dog week one, and uh, you have not gotten one since. Oh, don't rub it in. I'm not, I'm not being, I'm just no, saying. No, you're right. I, you know what? Hey, I was trying to help him out. I was trying to help him out. <laughs> he so did, get, did one. get one. No, he, you were right. He did get one. I'm not going to be, I, I'm not going to be sad about the truth. So. All right, we're going back to the SEC. Another short dog who I think can win this game, and I think there was maybe a little bit of a look-ahead going on last week for them. Auburn's going to LSU. Oh, not where I thought you were going. Okay. Auburn's heading to LSU. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, I make Auburn a one-point favorite in this spot. I've been down on LSU all year, and they're still not showing me much. Uh I think Auburn had a little look ahead going on last week. They had that tight game. Uh, they were like 23 point favorites and they probably got a little lucky to pull it out and win that game. But this is a bad matchup for LSU. Uh, Auburn's going to be able to control the line of scrimmage. I don't see a lot of, you know, overt success here for LSU to where they're going to be able to pull away and take Auburn out of their game. This just feels like old school Auburn comes on the road and wins the game. That's my, sorry to be long winded, but they're winning this straight. That's my dog of the week. All right. Chris, where do you want to go here, bud? There's three games I like here. I like to find a team at home that, well, I feel I can win the game. That's the point of the pick. Buffalo is one, getting seven against Western Michigan. Notre Dame getting two against Cincinnati and ECU getting four against Tulane because Cincinnati is our one of the newest Big 12 members I hate picking against them but that game interests me I think I get Notre Dame like well it's an underdog pick but worth like a two and a half point dog I think Notre Dame gets the win here it's a solid pick. Solid pick. Um, I've got that game circled to watch. Keep an eye on. Um, okay. Again, looking around for lines that don't make sense based off of what I've seen so far this season. And I'm going to the Big Ten. Not a, not a place. I don't think I've gone to the Big Ten in my dogs. Yes, I have. I had, I had Michigan State against Miami. That's right. Um, I'm going with the other Michigan team. Currently about a one or two point dog on the road at Wisconsin. Wisconsin team that didn't lose again. The, the the score was more lopsided in the end against Notre Dame than that game actually was. Notre Dame just kind of put some points on late, um, but you know, Graham Mertz has been bad. I think if I remember correctly, his like three touchdowns to like eleven interceptions so far in this season. I may have that wrong, but that's what I think I heard when I was listening to podcasts earlier today. Uh, this is a good Michigan team. They, they were closer than they probably should have been against Rutgers last week. You know, we all have games like that. 
But they won 20 to 13. They're supposed to be their 20 point favorites. Their non conference schedule wasn't great, Michigan. Western Michigan, not very good. Washington, as we know now, not very good. Northern Illinois, not very good. And maybe that Rutgers game was a sign of who this Michigan team really is. Maybe they're not that good. Maybe, maybe Rutgers was a, was a bad sign. This is a bad pick. But I do feel like Michigan has been pretty good this season. I do. Like, I feel like this is a solid Michigan team that some of the offense or the uh, the coaching changes that, that Harbaugh made have kind of turned this team around. And Wisconsin's has been, like, their defense is good. Their offense is, is garbage. It is it is bad. That is not a good offense. Um, if we if we were doing anything, I almost would, would take the under on the 43 and a half, but that's not how this game works. Um, I think going on the road, Michigan as a as a dog i think it's a good dog i'm gonna ride that michigan goes on the road and upsets uh wisconsin so uh, okay that is a nice slate of games boys i'm very excited about this daniel you have a whole weekend of football to get to watch all by your lonesome that's very exciting uh i will uh mow the lawn early in the morning on saturday hopefully it doesn't rain too much and uh and then just wrangle two kids and and watch football chris you got big plans for the weekend sir you're muted again. It's okay yes, if the kids are screaming in the background. Actually. It's all right. It's okay. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> no, I do. And I'm going to have to talk quietly because my wife does not know this, but we are going out for her birthday with our family and stuff. Ooh. And that'll be pretty fun. Oh, nice nice. job, Romeo. Cool. Yeah, a little secret surprise for the lady. It's a good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, there's zero chance that she finds out from this. <laughs> your your wife, I, your wife, and my wife uh, have one thing very, very in common, and that's okay. Um, guys, been a lot of fun as always. Do me a favor, make sure everybody uh, you follow us on Twitter at ten twelve network t e n number twelve the word network. Uh, if you want to sign up for a pick three, I will drop you the link in there. Of course, we'll tweet it out as well. Give us a follow on Instagram at ten twelve pod. Uh, Chris, make sure to unmute yourself. Uh, where can everybody follow you on social, man? Uh, follow me at the underscore LGG. Pretty simple. Or go to the LGG.com. You can find all the podcasts there, articles, picks, you know, everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hopefully have an article written up and posted on Thursday to go with it with some notes from last week. I've got two of the notes written. I've got to figure out the third one real quick sometime tonight. Let's see if that happens. Uh, Daniel, sir, where can everybody check you out? Come find me at Danner B7. Link in the bio if you want to follow along with all of my plays on the Action Network app. I post everything. Real lines, real juice, available lines, well before games kick. Uh, if I lose, you see it. If I win, you see it. Slide into my DMs. We got a 150-person Slack forum going on. Come find me. You hear that, folks? You've got an open DM invite, so slide on in there. Yeah, I'm not sure Daniel knows what that means. <laughs> I think it's okay. It doesn't have to be inappropriate, you know. Yeah. It probably. No, I, I, it's okay. I like that it's a little salacious. Ooh. <laughs> There's a big word that we're going to end on. All right. Make sure and uh, leave us a rating. Five stars, please. Leave us a review. We will read it here on the show. And uh, we will be back, myself included, on Monday with uh, with Andy and Jamie to recap the weekend that was and look ahead to the week that will be. And we'll talk to you guys then.
Sports Social Podcast Network.